What is up, you beautiful people? Welcome back to the Built on Bitcoin podcast. I'm your host, Jake Blockchain. And uh, today I have Adam David Jones on the podcast. He is the founder of a company called Zeer. And you can think of Zeer as next generation 911. So they're using the phone that we all have in our pocket. And it has all these little devices, you know, a microphone. It has an accelerometer, GPS, a webcam, and all of this can be used to track and take data when a crime happens. And you can use that later on when you're trying to put it into evidence to put criminals behind bars. So that's a super, super brief overview. Uh, I don't want to cover too much on it because... Adam is a, a true rock star, and there's no better way for you to learn about what he's working on than to hear from the man himself. So let me not say any more, and we'll just jump right into this conversation with the founder of Zeer, Adam David Jones. Welcome to Built on Bitcoin. Adam, uh, appreciate you coming on, my man. How you doing today? I am pretty good. It was a very difficult week. Um, three days ago, my friend was attacked, and uh, he's in a critical care. And it is um, almost six years to the day when I was attacked, and I was in critical care. So this has been a hard week, man. But I gave myself some space yesterday and uh, took a mental health day. And I'm feeling a lot better today. But um, honestly, Jake, it was a hard week. I I appreciate your honesty and your rawness. Uh, you know, I, I got to say from my end, um, you know, when someone who I respect reaches out to me and says, hey, this is someone you should probably have on the podcast. I try and really like turn an ear to that. And so when, when Will reached out and said, hey, like this Adam guy is building this interesting thing called ZeroSafe, might be a good fit. I was like, okay, cool. And then reached out to you. We booked it pretty quickly. And I always have this weird middle phase where I'm like, most people I interview, I know pretty well because I watched them from afar for a while. Yeah. And I, have, and I had zero data points on you. And so there's always <laughs> like, it goes from like, I, I read the website and I book it and then I'm like, okay, now what do I talk about? What does he even do? And I'm trying to fill in the uh, gaps before then, but it's been nice since we, since we booked that, you know, a few days ago to follow your Twitter and read some of your guys' website. You, yeah. what you guys, what you guys is doing is very, very profound and interesting, but I also just love your fucking energy. Yeah. So I, I just want to comment on, I love, <laughs> I love your the energy you give on Twitter, my man. Thank you, man. Oh, man. And, and okay, so appreciate the energy on Twitter. I was not even a Twitter user much until Trevor said, this is how you're going to reach everybody like you. I was like, all right, all right. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and I, uh, I just started to tweet, really. Like, I had tweeted a little bit when I was, like, a professional actor, seven years ago now seven years ago and um 
And I was like, oh, this is how I can communicate with all of this community, all of this stacks community. And I was like, damn, I like these people. I got to keep tweeting. And uh, it, it started to be fun. Oh, and Victoria from Stacks told me I should start a TikTok account. And at first I was like, come on, TikTok's for 12-year-olds. Yep. But then I was like, no, I can tell my story through TikTok. That's right. And my my friend, who is also a film student from NYU, she has a TikTok account as well, and it's pretty good. I'm going to move into another room for, for noise. So yeah, I'm glad that you checked this out. I'm glad you know a little bit about what we do. And I am here to answer any questions and just say right off the bat that why is nobody using blockchain DLT to prove a crime happened? Why? a powerful powerful statement and when you say dot you mean distributed ledger tech just to be clear absolutely yeah okay making sure uh well man let's dive in so what's before we before we get to what you guys are building maybe you gave me some backstory in an email and it really does help to kind of color the picture of why as we go deeper into the story and what you're building there's there's really deep context and passion behind this so maybe a little bit about your your backstory before uh, building ZeroSafe. Yeah, sure. So six and six years ago in a month, I was staying in this home, my grandmother's house, while I was taking care of my grandfather while he died. Because that, that was important to me. He was my best friend, put me through college, always had my back when nobody else did. And I was out in California, you know, making movies, um, being in plays. I was a professional actor. But when I heard that he had Alzheimer's, I moved back here, take care of my pop pop. He died in February 6th, 2016. I was getting things in order. I was ready to move back to the West Coast, do my acting, kiss girls and play with swords, do my acting thing. And um, my friend asked me to help organize the Bernie Sanders rally. And I was a Bernie Sanders fan in 2016. So I did. And I threw the Pennsylvania Hemp Festival a few years in the past. So I had some organizational experience and I was a producer. And when I tried to go home that night, some man struck me in the back of the head with the cinder block the same man tried to rape my friend moments later. He was covered in my blood. My money was in his pocket. He was picked up by police in under an hour. Under an hour. So they knew who it was. I was in a coma for a month. I had to learn how to eat, speak, and walk again. And then a year later, I, I thought this was a 20-year-old kid, right? I thought... I thought somebody just overreacted and they, they hurt me unnecessarily. I get to court. He's a 50 year old man, 280 pounds, six foot five. 
he could have said, "I just give me your money," and I would have gave it to him. He represented himself at the trial. He cross-examined me, and I remember nothing. And then he was acquitted by a jury. He was covered in my blood, threatened to rape my friend, had my money in his pocket, and was acquitted by a jury. Why? Like, we can capture evidence on our fucking, excuse me, on our phones and put people away when we really need help. And that's why I got interested in, in blockchain technology. I mean, I'd heard about Bitcoin in 2013 or 14. And I I understand the value if you live in um, Venezuela or maybe even Russia right now, actually. But I can't eat it. It's as valuable to me as a dollar bill. However, the practical use cases of DLT is almost infinite. And particularly when we talk about putting people in prison who are violent criminals who have already been tried for other violent crimes. If you call 911 right now, they have no idea where you are. There's no evidence recorded. I mean, come the fuck on. <clears throat> Get excuse my language. You're, but it, <laughs> we, we can keep it raw and uncut here. It's totally fine, my man. Let it out. <laughs> it's 2022, man. Like, uh, like this thing, this thing I'm talking you on is a goddamn supercomputer. Like, it can run its own AI. Like, why don't we use that instead of trolling through um, Tinder? Why don't we use this to, like, protect ourselves, protect people we love? It's, it's absurd to me. Like, technology should be about people. You know, it should be about who we are as people. <sighs> So that's what happened. And I, I I didn't know I would start a technology company when I first went down this path. But when he was acquitted by the jury, I was like, no, no, no. Like, I don't want to just dress up in a bat suit and, and, pro and get people and put them in jail. I want to do this at scale. I want to do this for not just the 40 million people that are survivors of violent crime in the United States. I want to do this for the 1 billion people, for the 100 million women in India who are victims of sexual assault and never get justice. Because that's who fucking I am. And that's that's why that's where that's why we are where we are. Okay, there's. I'm trying to think what to attack next because there's so much here, and there's little pieces that I find so interesting. Because even when you 
you were assuming positive intent when you just assumed he was just a young, misguided young kid. And it kind of shows your well, character where it's like, you know, this 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 inhumane thing happened to you, and still in the back of your mind, you're just like, it's probably some dumbass. Exactly. Exactly, man. Like some guy was hungry, like he overreacted. You know, I don't I never I never believed in the the terribleness of humanity until after this happened to me. And I and honest to God, I still don't believe that it could not be improved. I still don't believe it's like if we turn on a camera to every bad person, everybody who raped another person, everybody who hurt people without reason, I still don't believe that we could not turn that around in humanity with something like Zier. So we've had we've had we haven't had DLT that long, but we've had geolocation phones in their pocket cameras and microphones for a while yeah why is this taking so long and what comes to mind and you tell me if i'm off base or not but there's this there's this tug of war between privacy and security and so you know if i think about i don't have kids yet but if my daughter daughter goes missing like i want every traffic camera on i want every microphone like i want minority report on my daughter yeah but when things are good we assume please leave me alone and so there's this push and pull between privacy and security is that what makes this so difficult is this like underlying kind of like war between these truthfully beneficial things on each side they're kind of polarities or how do you how do you view that that's a very good question i um I don't believe that like it's why it doesn't exist. I believe it's mostly an issue of power over the data. And I believe it's an issue of trust. If you give people power over their data, what they record, when they record it, why they record it, have full access to delete or never share it with anybody else, I believe they might trust you. Maybe. And America is much more careful about this than the EU is, for example, which we're, we already have a sandbox. We're testing our product. And NG112 is a little further than NG911 in the US. But still, still they have those... Um, they're a little fearful of it and they should be right. And people that come from the distributed DLT community, like we, that's we're decentralized for a reason. We believe in democracy over authoritarianism. We believe in decentralization as a better option of government over a central government. It's a very American thing, actually. For whatever it is, it's a very American idea. And states' rights and such. But I think I think the reason that it hasn't become more popular, 
like you said, this technology exists. I'm not fuck. I'm you, not. You can do it. It's fine. Let it go. <laughs> I am not reinventing the wheel here. I am leveraging what you carry around in your pocket, what I carry around in my pocket, and I'm doing it for good. If you, if you get, and honest to goodness, and this sounds so, like, not, not the technical, like, um, reason why people have not adopted it. If people trust you, if people trust me for who I am, maybe they will trust a product like this. Mm. Because if you think that your data, because you recorded a sexual assault that happened to you, goes without your knowledge to your school or your even friends or to the police... You've broken that trust. Like, that's a personal thing. Crime is a personal thing. What happened to me is personal. Maybe it wasn't to the guy who hurt me, but it fucking is to me. And um, so I almost think it's more of a communication issue and a trust issue than anything else. And that sounds like so simple. Well, why haven't these other billion-dollar companies solved it? Why hasn't Apple solved it? Why hasn't Google solved it, et cetera? And honest to goodness, I'm not sure why. (laughs) But God damn it, somebody needs to solve it. And if they're not gonna, I guess I have to. You're the second person that this week that I've interviewed that has said that. They're like, really? there's someone, there's someone that has more money. There's someone smarter than me that yeah. has more resources yep. and a better equipped team. That's going to do yep. this better than I could. I'll just wait. And when it's ready, I'm going to use it for sure. And it doesn't happen. And it just, it just so happens that if you need a good stacks podcast, I have to be that guy. And if you need to, you know, have the utility <laughs> to have someone be able to feel safe and secure to capture something heinous that's happening in the moment it might be adam creating that tool but you said i'll never quit i don't care if google does it i don't care if apple does it i don't care if slack does it what i care about is fuck is solving the problem i don't care who does it how it's done i want to solve the problem and it's over time to solve that problem i mean like you know, we, we, we're talking on an iPhone right now. 100%. Instead of captured data to put that motherfucker in prison that did this to me, almost definitely did this to me. And why not? Why not? You and you touched on something that I just want to go, I want to highlight, which is it's a, it, it's a trust thing. And we see that with the police and body cams where like it's good that we have body cams now because we can see a lot of things happening that we're getting slid under the rug for way too long. And, but it's still kind of a black box. We don't, we know there's still more things that we don't see than we do see. Mm -hmm. And if we could, if like, I don't want to watch, you know, 
99 percent of the videos that are on those body cams like i i just don't have the, the makeup for it but, but if they were out there it would build trust in people knowing like that person was out of line or that person was out of line and yep. we can actually build back that trust between the police and its citizens and it becomes a two-way street and it's exactly what your tech does too by That's exactly it that's my long-term strategy if if you live stream, let's say with some delay, because you don't want, and I've thought about this a lot, you don't want um, witnesses and et cetera to be on camera in real time so they can be hurt by perpetrators. But if you live stream it in real time with the, with the slight delay or with, you know, you, you, um, um, you, sorry sometimes my brain injury you um shade or you know take out people's faces and identifying marks why could you not stream that in real time to the same community that you're trying to keep safe Mm. um that is my long-term solution and it was like almost my introduction to the market solution until axon which used to um which used to be taser um released a very similar thing but without the the live streaming aspects uh in seattle in 2019 but if you want to build trust with your community and improve policing you will be transparent. 100%. Well, we've we've been talking for coming up on a half hour and Holy crap. I'm sorry. I know time no no time is flying and this is a good conversation. But <laughs> but we haven't touched on what you guys are actually building yet. So yeah. I'd love to give the people more kind of like color into what is what is your safe what, what do you guys offer? Okay. Zero is next generation 911. So NG911 is sharing rich data with first responders and 911 operators, ECC, emergency call centers. Um, so that way people can get to you more quickly and help you. Right? So every time you call 911 now, you have to open your phone. Generally, most people do. Dial at nine one one. Hit send. Like this is the, this should be the thing that is most frictionless in your life ever. So Zero creates an emergency response system with connected devices, and uses machine learning so you can do it autonomously. You're walking in a high crime neighborhood like I was, and I had no idea. Maybe Zero starts recording evidence right away. And your phone hears a gunshot, recognizes you hit the hit the ground quickly, the accelerometer, or um, you know what I mean, <laughs> and um, and calls for help quickly. Zero takes a lot of data and compiles it and determines if you're likely in danger and can't call for help or you're having a heart attack, or you're choking, et cetera. Right now, if you call 911, nobody will know what's going on. If you don't tell them where you are, you're not going to get help. 
but I can share my location with Domino's app. And they'll come to me in five minutes with a $5 pizza and they'll ask no questions. Why? Why? If I call 911 or I want to call 911, it's the most important moment of my life. That's what Zero does. It tries to create a frictionless response from danger to emergency responders to prosecution with the Stacks blockchain. That's what, I mean, there are some competitors who do something similar in many ways with voice recognition that's low-hanging fruit for machine learning. Or there's some other competitors that use response to at least share where you are, but not the live audio video, which we do. But no surprise, there's nobody in Web3 who records things to a DLT so nobody can mess with that data. Doesn't matter if you're Joe Biden, Vladimir Putin, or anyone, you can't mess with it. And um, if we cannot create a world that is post-post-truth age, where you are responsible for anything that you do, good or bad, I don't think we can move into a truly free society. This is very philosophical. But we all have to be responsible for what we do anywhere. and. Everybody needs to be free to be themselves anywhere. And that's the only way we can um, create a better world. Um, and I believe that before I was attacked, I never worried about anything. I went anywhere. I trusted everyone. And um, now it's very hard for me to go somewhere without a friend and even feel safe no matter where I go. And I want everybody, I, I want to feel like I used to feel before this happened to me. Thank you. Thank you for that. And uh, it's funny when you put it, when you put it so side by side with other things like that Domino's pizza example, you do just hear it. You do just hear it and you go, what the fuck is going on? Like, why has this not, it's, it's almost, I have lost the words thinking about it too. And I haven't dealt with anything crazy like that. So I, first of all, I want to give props to you because going from something so dark and turning it into something so powerful and bright. And some of the strongest people I know have gone through the most shit. There's something about yeah. it where it's like, there's the old adage of like a pressure makes diamonds. And I think that's true. Like, yeah, most pressure crushes people, but the people that get through it become the ones that lead for everyone else. So I just want to say thank quit. you. Thank you for that. No doubt, never gonna quit, and um, it created who I am today. You, I got a couple more questions, but so how? Um, first of all, are you guys currently? live this is currently active and going so people can be protected by this currently only only if they ask right now we are focused on the b to b to b market and higher education 
if we prove the B2B market works, we're focused on B2G. We have some influence in some small governments in the Northeastern United States because the long-term strategy is not to just give this, give this to certain token holders, but to allow everybody to use it to keep themselves, themselves safe. If you check back with me in six weeks, it will likely be B2C available. But right now, we are solely focused on B2B higher education. Okay. And what is, I'm not super familiar. What are those, what are those use cases or how are you protecting, how is it being used in this B2B fashion? Cool. Um, when a young person goes to a party, and uh, maybe they drink, maybe they don't, and they want to leave that party, they can choose who will be their emergency, emergency contact. That's one of the things that Zero does. So that emergency contact can notice when they leave a geofence and automatically live stream location and data to that person and to the cloud that they can delete later. They never have to return that data in unless they want to. And then it will automatically turn off when they get back to their dorm room, their apartment, their girlfriend's, boyfriend's apartment, etc. So right now, the focus is on trying to prevent especially sexual assaults in college campuses, where one out of three women will be sexually assaulted in the first or second year of their experience in college. Because if there is ever a time that you needed, he said, she said, something to stop that from happening, that is where Zero can do the most help most quickly. Because when it's recorded on this platform, you cannot fake it. You cannot mess it up. It's fact. Okay. And when it is being upload to the cloud and you said that you could choose to, to delete it or not but by default say if something horrible is to happen and they become incapacitated how how is that little nuanced piece handled it is it by that's default a, uploaded or just yeah take it how you want but that's i'm curious a great question. it's by default uploaded okay if you are in a coma like i was or you're well, you're, God forbid, excuse me, dead. Um, the next of kin will need to prove by us internally, probably by myself, actually, to do anything with that data. Unless we are legally obligated to give up that data, we never will. Even if you're in a coma. Okay. And that I've been around crypto enough to know that the blockchain is very sparse with sizes. So like you can only put so much on chain. How are you, how are you wrestling with those constraints? That's a trade secret. Okay. <laughs> that is a, no, it's a great question. That's the thing that we do differently than anybody else. Okay. And we developed a trade secret that we can approve or prove 
any moment of a video that could run for hours at pennies and gas. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. We'll leave it. We'll leave it right there. Um, I don't have any more questions. I, this topic is heavy, but it's very important. And so this has been super interesting to explore with you. I, what you guys are building is super needed. Any, any closing thoughts or things that I didn't touch on that you'd like to kind of end with? Let's do this, man. This is a clear instance where DLT is valuable, not just because for your finances to invest in Bitcoin or which is the most secure ledger in the world or, or, if we want to do something good with distributed ledger technology, why don't we use it to solve crime? I mean, I, and anybody that cares about this mission, even half as much as I do, if they want to come on our team, please message me because I can promise you one thing and I will I will never give up. I will keep trying to solve this problem till I die and or I solve it. So if you care about a problem that everybody suffers from, let's work together. That's a, that's a perfect way to end it. I would not want to get between you and any problem you're, you're about to Baby, attack. I will eat you up like a little, <laughs> like a little dog. I, no, man. There, Nobody cares. All, 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 the, all the greatest founders bend reality to their will because the problem is that important to solve. So any mm-hmm. kind of obstacle just becomes a speed bump over time. So I, I'm confident after t- talking to you for this past half hour that the future for these kind of issues is going to be brighter. It, it, it seems that way. And it's crazy. It's taken this long. It's crazy that you had to go through what you've gone through and then come through that. And now you're the guy doing it, but, uh, whatever you know. it takes, if I'm not the guy. I will give money to the guy to do it, but we are going to do it. I, man, I love it. Adam, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for enlightening me. What you guys are building is awesome. Uh, Yeah. Thank you for blessing the audience with, with this podcast as information. We appreciate it. I I appreciate you. I appreciate you brother. And thank you for giving me some time. Good man. And like, let's make the world better. Love that. All right. Thank you, my friend. Welcome to built on Bitcoin. I know that things don't always go your way But I'll be right here waiting I've been waiting now I've been trying to figure out a way to make it out Make it out cause I don't think about everything